everyone, and thank you for downloading the Border Perspective audio podcast. I am your host, Christian Salinas. Uh, this week, we had the privilege of being able to catch up with Andres Sanchez uh, over the phone. Uh, Andres is a local blogger who uh, actively uh, follows and writes about uh, local bands and their performances in, in local areas. Uh, he writes uh, all he writes all about it uh, and his website called thephotongod.com. Uh, his website also features uh, uh, interviews uh, with local uh, bands and other bands, or and it also features uh, audio samples of some of their work. Uh, the Photon God actually has been around a lot longer uh, than the Border Perspective audio podcast, so it was uh, a major influence on the work that we tried to do here. So we were uh, very honored to be able to talk to Andres and, and have a discussion with him. And uh, we'll go ahead and fade into our interview with Andres in in uh, just a second. Um, I did want to mention that uh, if you do have any uh, uh, questions, uh, comments, or suggestions uh, about this podcast, uh, you can uh, find all our contact information at uh, at uh, bpscast.com. And we'll go ahead and fade into our interview now with uh, Andres Sanchez. Um, Andres, how are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, thanks for the interview. Yeah, I, I, as I was mentioning, um, you this is uh, something that you've been doing for for quite a while. Uh, what, what we've just started to do here, actually, um, your your website, uh, the photon the photon god dot uh, yeah, right. com, is actually uh, part of the uh, inspiration for why we decided to do something like this in the first place. So uh, we're very oh, grateful. Wow, really? We're very grateful that you're that you're uh, allowed us uh, to interview you. Oh, anytime, man. More than happy to do it. Um, now I did mention that you're you're a blogger. Can you can you just uh, well first of all tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, wh- where are you from uh, in the valley? Uh, I live in Wasico, Texas. I am um, originally from McAllen, but I moved over here with my family a couple of years ago. Uh, I mentioned the, the website uh, Uh and uh, what why did you start um, to uh, start the website in the first place? Uh, well, I, I really liked, I, I followed music blogs on my own. Uh, I've been following them since high school. And, um, I mean, I've been out of high school for maybe three years, but I think I started following music blogs sometime in my junior year, like, uh, Pitchfork and stuff like that. And I really liked them. I liked how they, uh, talked about music and how they kind of exposed all these different artists that I never really heard about, you know. And then I also discovered that there were smaller blogs that, um, were, you know, I guess they covered artists on a smaller scale, you know, they covered a lot more uh, local talent and stuff, which, you know, covered more ground, I guess. And I really, you know, like, uh, I wanted to have a a sort of valley representative in that, uh, I guess, universe, you know, like the blog blog, uh, community. I mean, what have you seen as far as the the local music scene uh, in the valley? Uh, seen as in bands, or uh, I guess just the overall scene in general for 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 the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, I've seen a lot actually. There there used to be a really uh, thriving music scene in the uh, in the Rio Grande Valley. It's dwindled down a little bit in the past couple of years, but there's still a lot of great bands out there. I mean, every day you know bands are starting up and, and playing um, uh, a bunch of shows, but. Uh, yeah, it, it's a we have a decent music scene around here. It's not as big as I guess bigger cities, you know, like Austin or Brooklyn or something. But you know, we have a I guess you can call it a blossoming music scene. It's it's a nice little community. You said that it, it's dwindled a little bit. What do you think uh, was the reason for that? 
Um, well, you know, people grow up. A lot of people, you know, just stop playing. They move on to other things. Or some people move away. But the wonderful thing about that, though, is that there's uh, people who, you know, take their spots. Like, there's younger bands who are coming out from that. You know? Uh, you you said that you uh, I mean I'm, I mentioned you're you're a musician. Uh, do you have uh, a, your own band? Uh, yeah, at the moment I do. Uh, we're called Jungle Bodies, and it's um, myself and my friend Zeb or Sebastian rather. But uh, yeah, we're a two piece, and um, we've been around for a couple months. What what, what type of music do you, uh, do you play? Uh, it's kind of difficult to classify, but we're uh, I guess you could say a little more noisy noise rock something like that not explicitly like unlistenable noise but um we're a little louder than usual i guess you could say here in the valley what what have you noticed is is the most popular genre of music uh, that these new bands are are forming mm. i guess i would have to say uh, that uh maybe from that hardcore scene i've noticed there's i've noticed that there's a lot of bands um in that community uh a lot of different bands that I guess play with each other, you know, or they um, just pull inspiration from each other, you know, young people, like friends and stuff. They There's a larger, much larger community for that, uh, I guess, style of music, that kind of uh, uh, music uh, community. How do you feel uh, that, that the local music uh, community um uh, behaves towards each other is there a lot of competition or is there a sense of uh, everybody pulling together to help each other out or? Um, actually neither uh, there isn't as much competition from the different communities they, they seem to be very isolated from what I've seen uh, there's you know you have the metal scene you have the, the hardcore scene you have you know the punk scene and they all pretty much keep to themselves I've noticed um, you know they throw shows within their own little communities their own uh, circles of friends and so on. Even the, you know, the, the really small indie scene in the Valley, um, they all pretty much keep to themselves. And there isn't really a lot of competition within their own ranks, I guess. Everyone, I guess they, they do pull together to some extent, but not, uh, they're not as cohesive as, I guess, one would expect them to be. Probably because their numbers are a lot uh, smaller. Well, um, I, know, I know that you, you post a lot of... Um a lot of information on your website about about local uh, uh, scene, uh, the local music scene. Uh, but what are what are some of the more uh, common locations in the valley where where some of these bands uh, do their performances? Oh, for uh, like shows? Yeah, right. Uh, well, I know that the the hardcore scene they have quite a lot of shows. Uh, they they like to throw shows at the VFW in McAllen. Oh, okay. Yeah, they throw quite a few shows there. And even uh, beyond the hardcore scene, other other uh, styles of music go and play there all the time. That's that's definitely one of the uh, I guess focal points of, of shows. I know a lot of the indie shows take place uh, take place at venues like Cena El Rey uh, on 17th and McAllen. Uh, a lot of them go to uh, a lot of them play at Simon Says. Mm. All I can think of for right now, as far as the, the current music scene, are there areas of the local music scene that you feel uh, could benefit from some improvement? Um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, we could improve in, I guess, the youth, our, our numbers, if more people um, were aware that shows happen. Because I know I've, I've met a lot of people who are interested in playing music or are interested in, I guess, alternative types of music. Um, 
aside from, I guess you could say, mainstream music, the kind of stuff you'd hear on the radio or on, I guess, um, MTV2 or something. And But they, they, they're they not familiar with the show community. They're, they don't know that shows exist. They don't know that we have local bands, you know, that are worth listening to. Uh, that would definitely be an improvement if we had more people uh, aware of this community. Because I'm pretty sure if you were to, you know, tell these people, like if, if I could get everyone that likes music or likes playing music that doesn't know about shows in the line and tell them that we have shows, we would have a significant increase in attendance. There would be a much bigger community uh, appreciating these bands or creating bands. Um, and I think that would probably be the, the best thing that could happen in the music scene around, around, uh, around here. Uh, I guess just what what is the overall environment at, at these shows? I mean, you know, some people might have some preconceptions saying, "Oh, well, it's just young people getting drunk," or, or, or is it? Oh, what, oh okay. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there are some people who I guess are I guess drinking. They are ingesting alcohol at shows, but that's not the that's not the grand scope of it. I mean, those, those people exist all um, all over the place. But I guess the average showgoer is sober. They are just there to appreciate bands. There's a good chance that there is a social aspect to it as well, where people will tend uh, to meet up with their friends. You know, I mean, you know, there's talking involved. There's, I mean, there's, yes, there's alcohol. There might even be drugs at some point, but uh, it's subtle. It's not something that is. Um, I guess one of the misconceptions is that it's pushed, uh, pushed on showgoers. Like for example, if you're in a crowd and I know I've heard stories from worried parents saying, you know, like, uh, oh, there's a bunch of drugs that shows, you know, you go to a show, you're going to do drugs, and they kind of see it as a bad influence, or they see it as a bad situation to put a, put their kid in, you know. And I know Channel 5, I think it was Channel 5, they ran a story about uh, raves, something like that, and the uh, the ecstasy usage in, in raves, and I just thought that was, that was blowing something out of proportion. I mean, yes, that, that does exist, but not all shows are the same. For example, majority of the shows that I'm talking about when I mention, you know, when I say the word shows, I'm not talking about raids. You know, I'm talking about um, a bunch of kids getting together and just, you know, watching a band, not really showing up with the intention of, you know, um, I guess, losing themselves, as most people like to do at raids. And are, are are most of the shows that you've been to though? Is that something that you think uh, would be appropriate for for well, not 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 necessarily children, but for for young adults um, to have a I guess relatively wholesome uh, fun and entertainment? Uh, a local show? Yes. Yeah, I think it would be a great experience. They would get to go see a world that they've never experienced before. They would see different types of people that they otherwise probably wouldn't have become acquainted with. They will, you know, see bands. It, it's, an, it's a unique environment, I would say. You know, being at this place that you've probably never heard of, to see a band that you've probably never heard of, you know. It's one of those, it's kind of like a, an adventure, I guess you could say. It's a risk, showing up and just, you know, immersing yourself in this, I guess, unfamiliar territory. I think it's something that, for a kid who's interested in going to shows or interested in music, uh, it's a way for them to grow as a person. For example, when I started going to shows, um, my world was kind of, you know, opened to all these different experiences and all these different people. Um, I wasn't really aware that, you know, that these kinds of things happened, that people got together specifically for this. You know, and I feel that I've grown because of that. I've, I've become more aware of the world 
or uh, an aspect of the world. Well, that's a that's an interesting way to put it. Um, I also wanted to ask: uh, Is there uh, a genre or a style of music that that you wish uh, was a little more active in the area? Mm, not one specifically per se, um, but I wish that there would there would be more variety in general. Do you think I wish that, that there would be more? Um, I guess bands that didn't sound like each other. You think that happens a lot? Or? Uh, down here, not as often as it should. I mean, we do have a couple of bands that don't sound like each other. For example, some of the bigger names in the Valley, like Dignan or the Young Maths or Scarlett O'Hara. Like, those three bands sound nothing like each other, you know? But at the same time, they're just three bands. You know, I would prefer to have ten bands, if not more, you know, that didn't sound like each other. That would, that would be, I guess, essentially the goal. Not, not one genre to thrive, specifically. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, we had an interview with uh, with a local mariachi singer. Her name is Corrine Garcia. She she brought up a, a very interesting point. Um, uh, we talked about uh, we, we talked about um, uh, the issues that a lot of songs uh, uh, try to address, and uh, she mentioned how there there isn't really a lot of uh, attention being drawn to some of the local problems. Uh, in the in the in the area, uh, I guess specifically the 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 violence that has been happening happening uh, close by to our area, and mm-hmm. uh, it just sort of reminded me of how um, maybe in the in the late eighties uh, or early nineties, even today, uh, how hip hop music uh, was all about uh, the you know the problems in the inner cities, and how the, how the artists or the hip hop artists used uh, hip heart uh, hip hop to to sort of address these issues. Uh, do you feel that that that's a relevant issue that there isn't uh, any local group that is a- addressing these these important issues uh, here in the valley? Actually, something I haven't really thought about, but I, from what I've seen, I don't think anyone has brought that up as uh, influence for their music now. Do you think that? I've really that, thought about that. Do you think that would be uh, a benefit to the area? Uh, maybe it, it could be. I mean, I know that the border violence. And uh, all the, the turbulent things that are happening in Mexico right now, um, there was a point, I guess, when that was something that everyone was talking about. It was a relevant, I guess, piece of news. But I guess it's, I, I, from what I've seen recently, it's kind of died down. I mean, people are still aware of it, but not. it's, it's not, uh, I guess, a uh, relevant subject of conversation. I haven't seen any bands reference it whatsoever. Um I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I've never really thought about that. What what is uh, the the general theme uh, of a lot of uh, local music? Uh, from what I've seen, a lot of these uh, bands write about themselves. They write from their own experiences and they write from their own um, lives, their own perceptions. Sometimes maybe they'll reference some other people, but I haven't really seen any of them, I guess, uh, reference the world with their music. How, how, where do you stand on that debate? Do you, do you think that uh, music um, should just focus on 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 good things, or should it should it also focus on issues? I mean, does does it really make a difference? Uh, I think it would actually. Uh, I think if uh, a band that people paid attention to down here 
did music or, or, or you know, uh, made music about a certain issue, I think it would, it would gain some attention. It would definitely, if a, say that, um, what's a really good band down here? Sixie. Uh, they used to be called Ardry. Uh, say Sixie were to write a song about uh, the border violence and being affected by it. And uh, if people were aware of, you know, the, 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 that influence on the song, I'm sure that they would pay more attention to the situation. I think it would um, inspire people to, you know, show more, um, I guess, uh, to, to care more about the issue. Uh, what do you think, um, I guess uh, you're somebody that uh, would have a, an interesting opinion on this. What, what What's happened to MTV? <laughs> What's happened to MTV? Yeah, uh, what, what's what do you, what, what's your your view on what's going on there? What I think of MTV, um, I don't think they should have the M anymore. <laughs> 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 to be honest, it's not music television to me. It's reality television. Television. I don't know. <laughs> do, do you still I, I don't watch? think that they. I mean, they began, you know, devoted to to music and to uh, just exposing people to music, and now they're. I don't know, that's not something they concentrate on. It's something they play at the end of shows. Like, you know how at the end of a show they'll have a little bar, I guess, or a little banner that has a music video playing? But it's like a 10-second snippet, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't like what's happened to it. But I haven't cared about MTV for quite some time. Right, I, I actually don't. I, I don't even, I, I have uh, DirecTV. I don't even know what channel MTV, <laughs> MTV is on. But... Uh, <laughs> But what do you think? Uh, what do you think happened? Uh, what 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 uh, what made it become what it is now? Uh, success, success in other venues. They tried things out. I'm sure that you know uh, the people calling the shots uh, with their content decided to you know try out stuff like the real world, and they found that people responded to it really well. You know, so they went in that route. You know, with with anything really, if if you found some, if uh, with any kind of business, if you you know find that your consumer likes a certain thing naturally you know you want more of that so you you give the customer more of what they want you know or you give the, the consumer in their case the viewers you know they they cater to the viewers and the viewers want that they don't want music so you know they'll give them snooki they'll give them uh what's that show jersey shore right right yeah yeah i think that's what happened i mean you know tastes change people music appreciators went elsewhere do you think um, that uh, I guess and it, it, it's I guess it's debatable, um, but would you say really it wasn't uh, MTV that gave up on the music, but rather it was uh, MTV's audience that gave up on the music? Uh, I would think so, to a certain extent, because uh, you know the viewers did decide what they they do decide what a network uh, you know shows. The network caters to their viewers, and if the viewers don't. I mean, if they, if they show more attention to a reality show that they would to a block of music video programming or something like, say, TRL, which stretched it anyway to begin with, um, yeah, they, they would definitely go with something else. It, it would, I guess, yeah, it, it would be at, uh, the, the viewers would be at fault. Uh, I guess if you could just sort of uh, uh, use, if we could use this podcast to sort of introduce um, our our audience to to some of the local who who are some of the local uh, bands that you feel um, our audience would benefit from from following. Oh, okay. Uh, off the top of my head, the Young Maths. 
they're a great band that um, they're starting to get a lot of national attention. Really great rock band. Uh, Dignan, they're also really great. Uh, they're actually working on new material themselves. Uh, 6C, the band that I mentioned earlier, they actually just put out an EP. Uh, it sounds really good. Um, see, White Zebra, that's a band that kind of went under the radar for a while, but they're coming back soon with uh, new material. They're from Brownsville, but they, they've uh, opened up a bit to the McAllen area. Um, hmm. The Counterparts, I'm not sure if they're still uh, doing shows as often, but I really like them. Uh, there's another band that popped out uh, recently. They're called Pet Rock. Essentially, they used to be a band called The Newborns, but uh, they switched around some members, and uh, they, they've started playing more shows. Theirs are really good. It's kind of, uh, they're, they're more hard rock, but it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a, it's a unique beast. They're, they're a really good band. Um, the Ex-Boyfriends, uh, they have a lot of, they're, they're members uh, used to play in a lot of other Valley bands, but they're, they're, they're a really great punk band. Uh, Seafoam Green is really good. They actually put out a, a, a vinyl, a seven-inch uh, single with, or uh, not a single, sorry, uh, a split with another punk band, a really great band called Rumors and Headlines. Oh, there's a fantastic uh, instrumental band uh, called The Child Forgives and Creates from Harlingen. Those guys put on quite the show. Actually, um, well, yeah, I was going to say they're not all guys, but I mean, because there's a girl in the band, but, you know, just gen generally speaking. No, right, right. Um, this band, I actually haven't heard any of their music, but I've heard a lot of hype to them, and I really think people should give them some attention because they uh, they really love what they do. And uh, they uh, right now, some of the members play in a band called Through the Grapevine from Harlingen. Okay. Uh, but they started a different project called Amy Stice, and it's supposed to be something else. Um, I've kind of been really eager to see them. I almost did once, but for some reason, they weren't able to play the show. But I, I have a curiosity towards them. I think other people should as well. And I think that's all I can think about right now. Well, what are some of the? Um, let's just say uh, I'm a I'm a, a small band that just you know that wants that's interested in, in um, you know more exposure. What what are some of the local resources uh, that are available? Uh, social networking is like one of the greatest things. Or going to shows and just you know regular word of mouth, talking to people about your band. And of course, obviously, um, talking to you, and uh, hopefully, uh, you, you can get some exposure on your website as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that actually, yeah, that would be uh, a good thing to that. Oh, <laughs> that actually reminds me of another band that I should mention. I can't believe I even forgot them. They're called Volps. They're from Mission. They're a fantastic band, and they actually sent me an email uh, with uh, an album they had written. It, it was basically uh, demos that they just put together, but it sounded great, and I really liked it, so I wrote about them. I guess we're, well, we're just about uh, out of time. What, what are uh, I know that you have your, your main website, which is uh, thephotongod.com. The Photon how did, where did you come up with that, anyway, the name for Photon God? How did I come up with the name? Right. Um, it was kind of random. I, a lot of the music blogs, like I said before, I followed a lot in high school. Uh, a lot of them had really cool names. Cause I wanted to have something that sounded cool, you know, something that would attract attention. And, you know, the photon god kind of jumped out at me. I didn't really have any significance. Or it doesn't have any significance to anything, really. Uh, well, that's all the time we have for, uh, for this week's episode. We want to thank our guest, uh, Andres Sanchez, for being with us. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And uh, we'll have uh, links available uh, on our website uh, where you can find um, uh, Andre's website and uh, some, uh, some of his other work as well. 
And that's it for this week's podcast. We want to thank uh, everybody once again for downloading and listening to this podcast. Um, I just wanted to mention that uh, due to the uh, success of this podcast, uh, we've been inspired to uh, work on uh, another similar project. I don't don't want to mention too much about it yet, uh, but over the next few weeks, uh, stay tuned for some special announcements. Uh, uh, Thank you for downloading this podcast once again, and uh, you can keep up with everything that we do on our website, uh, bpscast.com. 